every which way. There is a way of being that requires no allegiance to any philosophy, religion, spiritual practice, or method. This way of being is not nihilistic nor a spiritual wasteland, where no enlightenment or realization occurs. In fact the opposite occurs, as any human being by inherent nature is divine, and but we have surrounded it with superfluous necessities. We need food, water, and accommodation, but also need nice cars, fast food, recreational sex, and a host of other necessities for our human well-being. Except that there is no well-being, even though we love our addiction to war, and support a way of life that is destructive to ourselves, to others and to the planet. History proves this, as we can clearly see what mankind has been up to in terms of loot rape and pillage. We may think, oh but there are good things that happened including even the religion we have today. Religions were created by men, who saw power and control beckoning, and fought over by people who love to be controlled and regulated. But want to do the same to others. That's not true for most of us, we say in mock horror. Check the facts quantitatively overall, as this is what humankind has been up to, and continuing. Okay, maybe there have been so mitigating circumstances, such as being insane, being addicted, being deluded or naively misguided. Not my fault or anyone's fault one could say. So you could say life isn't all bad. People learn all the time, and bring changes to make things happen in a better way. Some of our guides or gurus say that all life is learning experience and that all experience is also divine and therefore purposeful. That very much means that this worldly life no matter how deranged, has a very good learning energy and purpose behind it. To extrapolate we should also recognize all death as a divine process including death through cancer, road accidents, murder and so forth. So there is a continuum of being totally negative or totally positive about life and the universe. Maybe also another continuum regarding the individual spiritual journey, and one's position currently, how fast it's moving along, and where it's going. This book is about a spiritual journey, so therefore it seems logical to write about what will make that journey faster, more productive, easier, and functional. However we have to always make a comparison with what's going on in real life, so could this be the chaotic era, where science proposes so much cure and reality shows so much disease, so that we are almost forcefully propelled into our journey spiritual. Making things simple, makes sense. Religions are very complicated as they have a lot of rules and regulations dogmas, and a set menu of beliefs. Actually there may not be a menu to pick and choose, as you have to choose all the items in the belief menu to become a proper follower of any particular religion. These religions seem to have been designed for purposes as described above and by men with power and control. One wonders why so many still follow, especially as now scientific materialism seems to be taking over. Many don't care because they're only interested in their purchasing power and enjoying power. Many others are not interested because religion is just not logical let alone scientific. However there is another perspective that thinks the expression of love to all is paramount, and a simple and straightforward life as possible is needed. From that perspective there is no particular value in bringing religion into the equation. The old gurus, and avatars, and incarnations are dead including indeed my own teachers. One thing remains fundamental and that is me and I. I am. Who am I? I'm certainly consciousness, because I am here, and we have the same awareness essentially. This is the start of a spiritual journey. What am I? Again if we take away the body and thoughts, we are still left with consciousness, just as even when we are dead to the world in sleep, we wake up to recognize that we have been asleep. Still conscious. Consciousness remains, and the only question then is what we make of it. Human beings will make all sorts of things out of it, including giving it a religious meaning. We can give any meaning we want, 
but just remember, it is a human giving the meaning to something that is transcendental, and superior to any thought process. This is where we might get stuck because perhaps we throw the baby out with the bathwater. We threw out all the religions, without realizing or accepting they all came from some ancient well of knowledge that preceded everything we can scientifically logistically analyze today. We need to go back to ancient times of the Vedas when ancient sages and seers sat in lotus posture days on end, and simply meditated on the intricacies of life and the universe. We get from them a philosophy that goes beyond the practices of those ancient days, when men sacrifice to the gods to sort to appease the gods. This end of Vedic times is when these sages gave us a philosophy that is Veda and or later known as Vedanta. This monotheistic philosophy accepted the inner power as connected identically to the external power. Individual consciousness as one with cosmic consciousness. Interestingly this philosophy was generally paired with the philosophy of having a personal deity, god or personal higher power. Humans are human, and therefore recognize humanity before abstract concepts. Therefore there is ways this is the recognize the cosmic consciousness absolute undefined the beyond words as being well he like human like. So we have this rather odd composition of having a completely monotheistic spiritual path that also incorporates a completely person-humanized devotion to God aspect. Then we also have the ones who promulgated this pathway, or philosophy also. The sages and seer, became teachers sometimes perceived and worship as the incarnation of the divine power, ending with incarnations or avatars seen as completely inseparable from God. This is what these avatars or incarnations of God taught also alongside teachings preaching that you I have the same divine nature with the same divine energy entwined with a komos that is a divine creation. At the heart of all of this, there are some sacred and sometimes secret teachings. Now with the advent of the internet, we can simply read and practice the most sacred and secret teachings available, within all of the religions. There are no gatekeepers, other than Google or whatever search engine you use. We can practice the most profound and powerful yogas and tap into the Shakti of the universe and the cosmos. We can become our own guru, avatar, guide and teacher. This is not all that outrageous, considering that many of the teachers have already said that the divine is within all of us. Why not take it to logical conclusions? My investigations have led me to the practice of certain mantras, some of which have been hidden secrets for millennia and for the use of selected and chosen practitioners only. In other words you had to be initiated have served an enlightened teacher for many years. Perhaps fetching water and picking weeds out of the Guru's garden. I read somewhere that there was a 10-year apprenticeship, before being allowed to be a front chef in some of the top Japanese sashimi restaurants, where the art of slicing tuna, was like becoming an abbot. The problem is now time is short. We know life is short. We need to cut to the chase, cut out the middleman, cut out the unnecessary trappings of religion and spirituality, and also not make a complicated scientific process out of the whole business. It seems that the time is now, that any of us can connect with the divine in the form of deity chosen, or higher power, and so also understand the truth of monotheistic philosophy, which is not incongruent zero. There are certain pathways connected with the body and the divine through the realm of Kundalini Yoga enumerate in some steps in the book Om Divine Grace. But all pathways are equal. Thus any future writing is now more aligned to those who wish to understand or better perspective on the concept of oneself as the divine being.